Uh, and so then you, you give people dumbed down content, people become idiocracy, you know, dumbed down. It just, it just, start, this is why podcasts are popular. People are getting something else. Oh, you know, in a way, podcasts are the new hip hop. Mike check. One, two. One, two. One, two. Hello. One, two. <laughs> yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the third side. Uh, we back again. What's up, Isaac? Hi. How are you? I'm great, man. Happy uh, almost Halloween. Happy almost. This is our Halloween episode for show. Is it? Yeah. Officially. Okay. Halloween's on Tuesday, bro. Yes. We're not going to record another one because... No, we're too busy. <laughs> um, damn, Halloween creep. Yes, yeah. yeah, literally creep, bro. Creeping. Just like that one. <laughs> do do. On this episode. On this episode of the. Third I heard side, we have a guest. We do have a guest in the studio. Ooh. Yeah, a local cat. Nice. Coming with some some hip hop feels, some choppity chop on the. On the 404. The rolling 404. Lord Drucifer's in the building. What What's up, up brother? What's up, guys? How you doing, What's brother? Hi there. I'm great. Nice. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on, man. We appreciate it. Thanks. We're excited. As oh, we yeah. were just talking before we started, this will be our first uh, performance. Yeah. Live performance. Yeah. <laughs> when we do, we do the, the music playlist section. Usually, you know, we'll just pick songs and play them off our phones or whatever, but... Drew's actually going to do it live in the, in the moment. Dope. I'm excited. Hell yeah. It's sick. How you doing, man? I'm great. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a great bike ride over here. I've never been like this far into National City. This is what this is, National City. Yeah. Yeah. They call it Shelltown. Shelltown, right? yeah. Yeah, basically. But, yeah, it was nice. Or the hood or whatever, yeah. you know. It's <laughs> yeah, fun. I did a little bit of exploring and putting myself up on st- signs. And did you see? Nice. Uh, actually, there wasn't, there wasn't any Ladies of the Night. No, not yet, bro. Uh, see, yeah, I've heard. Not yet. Dude, it's like, I've heard, yeah. bro. It's like under the bridge. Yeah. yeah. It's right there. Yeah. I figured with all like the Navy around all these yeah. buildings. Bro, just got it. Yeah. like two streets down. No joke. And like, I, I'm going to get one on the podcast one. Because I rolled through it and I'm just like, hey. And they're like, oh, how much, daddy? I was like, how much to be on a podcast? 20 bucks. Come on, real quick. Just in a little interview. A little 20, 30 minutes. We'll before we get the cameras. Yeah, there you go. Before we get the Actually, yeah, this will be our first uh, live performance, and Drew brought some cameras, so, so there'll be some uh, video clips yeah, here. Yeah, some visuals. Yeah. Hold yeah. on, we got to sync the cameras. Okay, now they're synced. <laughs> Should we start over again? No, we're good. <laughs> we're doing it live. We're doing it live! We're doing it live, baby. So, Drew, uh, I know we talked a little bit about the podcast. Um, for our listeners, let us know, how'd you get here? Like, what's up? Like, are you local? What's your story? Yeah. Um, so I'm not local. I'm originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. but I've been in San Diego for eight and a half years now. You're local. And yeah, it's my home now. Like <laughs> I say it's my home. I go back to Pittsburgh and I feel like an outsider. I'm, yeah. just, I'm scared there. I'm scared to walk the streets. They're like, what's up, Cali boy? <laughs> exactly. I got, I, got, I got soft out here. Like, Damn, seriously. Okay. I go back there. I go back there and I'm just like, yeah, it's weird. That's funny. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. that East Coast mentality. I, though, I needed man. it though. Yeah. That's like, good. Yeah. You're like, I'm soft my, bitch, I'm comfortable. I'm on my best behavior out here. Like, I'm out by myself out here. I got no one to like bail me out. So, like, I have to be on my best well, behavior. Well, you do right. now. You got two people yeah, to bail right. you out. It depends kids. on what you did though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how much it costs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So, 
so you were saying you came up in music. I was born and raised into music, yeah, just from a musician father. And it was kind of like, music was kind of like forced onto me and my three brothers. And For sure. So we were just raised to be like these stellar, classically trained Crazy. musicians. Crazy. Interesting. You still playing piano? No, I have a... Put it bluntly, I hate the piano. Like, no. <laughs> my bro- like, I, I'm this the one instrument I'm I'm probably the greatest, the best at. Yeah. For, yeah. for myself personally. Yeah. Um, I can play like maybe like five other other instruments, mm-hmm. but the piano is probably the one I'm the best at, and I refuse to play. It's like traumatic for, sure. for me. Like I can't stand classical music. Were you getting like piano. ruler to the fingers type stuff? Kind of. He's like he didn't hesitate. He hesitated. He's like. Ah. <laughs> it, it was, no, it's yeah, all good. It's that just like an angry male piano teacher that would just yell if I messed right. up and, and shit like that. But like, yeah, yeah it's, like, it's still just traumatic. Like I don't want anything to do with piano. So I, this is my 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 sampler I use. Is this is like my piano? Yeah, it's my for keyboard. Sure. I enjoy playing that. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I can hear it. I can hear it in what you do, man. Like mm-hmm. musicality translates through every medium. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. like I think even this podcast, like the way we talk, the way we present shit, musicality like knows no bounds you know what i mean yeah so yeah. for sure i can hear it. i can hear it, i mean it's, it's an instrument i mean it's whatever life you put into it exactly like, i mean i can express myself so much more with this little piece of plastic than right. i can with a, a you know a grand piano yeah you got great fingers bro yeah, trust like i'm into sampling i'm into chopping shit up i really am all the ladies out there he's gonna yeah great. yeah <laughs> the forefinger in the middle bro just ba 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 um what other what other instruments you fancy with okay um piano piano uh trumpet yeah i'm really good with um like concert trumpet nice um, another instrument it's called the euphonium it's um it's like it looks like a small tuba it's also known as the baritone okay okay yeah. it looks like a small tuba it kind of sounds like a trombone it's really good at that um and then on my own i picked up guitar bass drums and then nice. sampler fuck yeah for yeah. sure but the sampler you're just Done. That's like thing. that's that's your your main. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, in my apartment, I have my electric guitar in my closet, which I never play. Besides that, like, I mean, I can sample anything into what there. What kind of I guitar? Play. It's funny. I actually have an Epiphone SG. It's nice. Black, it's black. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's not Gibson, but it's an Epiphone. For sure. Yeah. Hey, yeah, ain't nothing wrong with Epiphone, yeah. bro. That's all I ever yeah. played coming up. Yeah. Yeah. I always I played uh, Les Pauls. You played that forever. I'm anti now, bro. I'm all I got jazz masters and a Mustang, bro. Okay. I went I straight flipped. Really? I, I was doing Les Pauls forever for like ever, since high school and all that shit. Thirty years? Yeah, because it was the first guitar I ever bought. And then maybe like ten years ago, maybe like six, seven years ago, um, I was selling one. And I was like, I just want to get rid of it. Like, I had three, and I was like, I only play one, really. So I was like, I don't really need this one. And some dude hit me up on OfferUp, and he was like, are you willing to trade for a, a Jazzmaster? And I was like, yeah, fuck it. Like, I just traded straight up. And I modded mine. I put new pickups in it. I changed the fucking tune. I changed everything. That's what I always do. But I was like, yeah, I want to try something different. And he just, I just traded him straight up, you know? And, and that was it. I was like, the tonality just, like, my ears kind of perked up and I was like, oh shit, like a new challenge. Like mm-hmm. I had to like, I, I always mod them. So I put a different pickup in it. I put the locking tuners. I put all that shit and I make it sound the way I want it to sound. But it was like reshaping a new like mold, you know, and now I'm hooked. I'm like, nope, fenders, bro. Only fenders now. Okay. Like mm-hmm. no more Les Pauls, only strictly fenders now. And like I bought a I bought this import from Japan that I love, my black fucking jazz master. It's dope. And 
So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm dedicated, you know, mm. once, once I get into it, I get dedicated. Gotcha. So mm. yeah, it's cool, man. It's cool. So where did you start? So you said you played heavy music back in the day. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of like raised with like heavy metal and classical music. Heavy um, metal as far as what, like... It's whatever my dad listened to and kind of like had playing, blasting in the car. Like so Metallica or like did you get heavy, heavy, I mean, like Slayer like this, and shit? This is more like, I guess, dad heavy. So like ACDC, Molly oh, no, Crew, yeah, that, that type of heavy, For you sure. know? Um, yeah. And then, yeah, from there it's like whenever, um, I guess on my own, I got into grunge. Then that led to punk. That led to death metal. Yeah. And extreme forms of death metal, grindcore, yeah. black metal, that type of stuff. But then hip hop at the same time or when did yeah, hip hop so, kind of I mean, come into it? I really got into hip hop, I guess probably sometime in grade school was like Cypress Hill For just because sure. it was dark I wanted like yeah. the darker Jay Muggs bro all day. exactly because he had that east coast sound too yeah, so right. it wasn't like west coast I, and I, it was dark it yeah. was dark and yeah. like t- to this day like I still haven't gotten into west coast hip hop like it doesn't it's too like just party it's party it's, music yeah and it's like just sunshine palm tree, and I can feel like the warmth and it's like something about like just like the east coast sound is For just, sure. like, I mean that's like, the birthplace man you yeah know? literally you yeah know? and I went, I visited New York what, like five or six years ago. And I was like, I want to go to the Bronx. I want to go to the boogie down Bronx. And I was telling, and they were like, you don't want to go there, bro. I was like, I want to go to Sedgwick, bro. I want to go. I want to go to the birthplace. But that's, that's how I came up. Like I was born, not born, but like I grew up with hip hop because mm-hmm. of my brother, but I grew up with like the same grunge and shit rock yeah. at the same time. So I get the correlation. I get the the melding of style. Because to me, it's all groove. It's all, you know, like the beats, the rhythms, you know, and it's, they, they, they go hand in hand to mm-hmm. me. You know what Spe- I mean? Because like, yeah, especially like hard, like when I was really getting into like hardcore music from like in like seventh and eighth grade, like hardcore has the same like beats, the breakdowns. Right. And there's like that huge um, overlap with hardcore and hip hop. You know, a lot of people like, you know, mesh it together and stuff. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, all, it all just, you know. Um, just yeah, work together like really well. Just having yeah. both hip hop, hardcore, like it. It wasn't just something that was just so completely different. It's like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? You know, and it's. I think it's. What do you think? Because I mean, like, like that last playlist where you played Tribe, dude, and I was just like, oh shit, yeah, brought out this, some Tribe. We did dude, this like, throwback because like, of his, he was saying. I told him like, what influenced you from drums and Sepultura, and then but then he threw a Tribe song, and I was like, Tribe to me, I think is. Like One that. of the greatest. I, they're almost all time for me just because of their style. Like, yeah. They got that old school jazz style. Mm-hmm. I love Wu-Tang, but, and KRS-One is my all-time favorite MC, but Tribe is just like that groove and that, that but they introduced all that jazz style. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. I, I was raised on 70s rock, and then I had an older brother, older sister, and that was like Run DMC and The Smiths and Morrissey. Exactly, and, that too. And then uh, I think when I was like, right before junior high, it was like reggae. Yeah. I kind of got in reggae. And then I started like trying to find my own way. Like, what I what do I like? And then I fucking heard Sepultura. And nice. then like Old was, Sepultura? Like the like Arise. Stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, Arise and like fucking 90, like late 90s stuff. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Tribe. Like phony rappers, yeah, do bro. not write. Just that first intro is like, I was like, yeah, and then I fucking got in the helmet and <laughs> just took off from there. But I've always been kind of a well-rounded listener. Um, like now, I like country, and now I like what do we call those? The soul, the soul uh, new bands that are soul. 
like the soldies. Oh, the like soul that's oldies mixed mashed together. Yeah, the new shit. Though. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's, like the sinceres and yeah. fucking all those, dude. There's a big those bands. Of, there's huge like out of L.A. Out of L.A. There's local cats too. These sacred souls yeah. are blown up there from my beat. It's like soul music mashed with oldies. Okay. You haven't heard of these? No, I've heard, bro. <laughs> they're so dope. Like, yeah, it's crazy, and it's it's funny because my parents like. You know, they. I grew up on lowrider oldies and all that shit. You know, the soul, the Motown, and all that. And then I like I started hearing some of these new bands, and they're new bands. Maybe in the last like five years, but there's like a scene, especially in LA, of new soul, but they make it sound like old school shit, like the Altons, all the, these bands. And I started showing them. They're like, "Damn, I never heard this song. It's like it's brand new." And they're like, "What?" Like for real, <laughs> they're like shit. Let's go cruising, eh? <laughs> you know. And I'm like, dude, that's what's up. They use tape machines. They use everything like old yeah. school, and they make it sound old school. And mm-hmm. that's dope. You know what I mean? Like, I love when artists take the time and like to make it sound authentic. You mm-hmm. know, like it sounds old, but it's like brand new. I love it, dude. I love it because the production can make or break. An album. Right, like I can't stand like just newer production. It's all just like super high quality. I'm I'm used to like demo tapes. Like I love demo tapes. Yeah, of, like bands like because yeah. it's raw. It's like not you know polished and yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you like that grit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like the grit. You know, I used to DJ for a while, and so like nothing beats records to me. I love records. Mm-hmm. I just can't afford it. I don't DJ anymore. I don't. You know, like I lugged crates for a while. I would play clubs and shit. But I like obscure shit. You know, like I'm into obscurity. You know, like I don't. I remember one time I was playing the Kensington Club. And like, I think it was like a Thursday or something. It was a random weeknight. And this girl came up and I was playing the doors. And she's like, can you play some Prince? Or can you play Michael Jackson? like. Sit down. <laughs> I was like, you Go listen away. to what I play. Like, mm-hmm. I'm the DJ, you know? But it was I, like... I people come and re- make requests while I'm playing yeah. in the middle of a beat. Like, can you play this? Like, yeah. Oh, oh, oh man. I was in Ocean Beach one time. Some old, just like, drunk white lady came up to me. What'd she say? Like, play like Biggie Smalls or, like, or something <laughs> like that. And, I, and it was just like, just like, yeah, just interrupt like me. Like, while yeah. I'm in the middle of like my creation, like, yeah. ask me to play someone else that like, yeah. Just, yeah. And you're it, like, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It'll be the next one. Just, next just one. go go get a drink or something. <laughs> Come back in like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Hell yeah. So you're classically trained. Mm-hmm. And then uh, how long have you had the 404? So I started off with... Before I got the four four, I had a three or three. Okay, okay. Um, and I, I got that. I think shortly after I moved to San Diego, that was probably like my second sampler I bought out here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, I had the four or four SX, and then I've had the MK two, the new one. Um, What's I, the difference? I've been seeing the J. I've been like seeing J Rock, the Stone's Throw like mm-hmm. edition. Yeah, no, it's like like twice as expensive. I heard, but why? Like, like what? what and, and I'm I'm into equipment. I'm yeah. I'm a gearhead. I mm-hmm. really am in in every way, shape, and mm-hmm. form. Like I love all gear. You know, like I started an Acid Pro back in the early 2000s, and that's how I started chopping shit up. And I loved Acid Pro because I could make everything an MP3. And then, like, then after that, you couldn't do it anymore. And I was like, what? Like, I was like, it was so simple. But then, 
you kind of have to buy a subscription and you have to do all this shit. So I was not heavy into hardware, but I mean, I had an MPC 1000, like when they first came out. So I was, I'm aware of the culture, Mm -hmm. but what, like, what is it that made you attracted to, how did you first get into it? Like how... I came from using DAWs, um, digital audio workstations, exactly. like Logic, Pro Tools, and Same. making Cubase, and making beats on there. Yeah. And then it wasn't actually until I moved out here when I started picking up samplers because I wanted to be able to, to play live and I didn't want to use just like a laptop. Yeah. Um, I'm more about performing and For I sure. can perform with a sampler. Yeah. Um, I think just through research, I mean, I did, I think I started off with like MIDI, MIDI keyboards yeah. with like pads. Yeah. So I was um, sampling my samples into individual keys so yeah. i was playing like a keyboard but at the yeah. same time mm-hmm. uh, you know making beats on the keyboard but then you um, got that latency shit bro yeah, I think, yeah. <laughs> and it's not cool like playing on a little keyboard no. either there's yeah. like 16 keys right too, and like yeah so um yeah i think after that is just when I, I picked up the 303 and that that's just super limited and i guess at the time i wanted to be super limited and just like you know challenge just yourself. challenge myself For and sure. yeah, to see what i can come up with and i put out a few mixtapes with the 303 and then after that, um, yeah, I looked into the 404SX. Yeah. And that had, um, it was quicker. Um, I think it had more pads maybe. Um, and I used that for a while, put out a few mixtapes with the 404SX. And then this came out. And as soon as it came out, like I, it was like sold out in stores everywhere. So I ordered it straight for, from Japan for like an extra 150 bucks. Hell yeah. I needed it. And I haven't looked back. I mean, this is the sample I recommend to everyone. For sure. Um, yeah, like, I mean, it's just, um, it's just a huge step up from the previous the 404SX just because it's yeah. got the... Um, the, the waveform that you can see, so you can chop and actually yeah. see the waveforms, yep. which yep. is helpful for me. Um, yep. It's got velocity-sensitive pads, which is super important, yeah. especially when you're finger drumming. Yeah. Um, and it also does have ec- four finger extra... Blasting. Extra, finger blasting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's got four extra pads, and it's just quicker and... Fuck yeah. Yeah. Damn, look at the wear. How old is I this? Know, Jesus. Jesus. Everyone always wear it out. Everyone points that I was like, out. God damn. You yeah. wear the shit out so of pad, pad 15 is the most worn. Like I just my, got it last week. That's my hi hat. <laughs> hi hat, snare, and, yeah, yeah, and no kick doubt. drum in that order, like the most worn. But yeah. That's funny because my computer keys on my computer at work, on my keyboard, they're like, I see like the, the wear, gone. just on the same, like, the, vowels. the same buggy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The same, and my typing is so like, like, memory muscle memory yeah but i look at the wear on it and like i was just like oh shit like, i've, it's the I've shit had I type i've now. had to take apart my sampler probably like 10 times now yeah. and i don't know nothing about electronics for sure but my pads have been all smushed down and yeah. just from beating them so so yeah. much that like yeah. i have to go inside and constantly like clean the pads they don't put those little lifts like they do in the npcs the little fucking yeah <laughs> you never seen that no how you mod an npc they put a little oh, like piece okay. of foam so it's gotcha. like yeah yeah yeah. they make it a, higher basically gotcha. they kind of raise yeah. them up so the you can hit them a little okay they become a little more sensitive but gotcha. yeah yeah, dude, I bought an MPC 1000 like when they first came out because I had seen, um, uh, I think it was Scratch. Have you ever seen that? Uh, uh, the documentary? About yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, uh, DJ Shadow, New- DJ Newmark, and fucking Cut Chemist did a live set of pushing, they called it Pushing Buttons. And basically, they did instrumental, like, so one was the beat, one was the rhythmic, uh, sample and then one was the lead kind of like vocal sample or whatever but it was like they did like the invisible scratch pickles like they did a live set of all sampled but like all on mpcs and like that shit blew my mind i was like i want to do that <laughs> and like so same like respect i respect it so i went and bought that mpc 
But then, like, I think I got one of the really early versions, and the pads just started dying. Like, I had to do full velocity just to hit samples. And I was actually, like, trying to do a set of, like, I would trigger stuff on a laptop, but then do beats over it and, like, try and do a live, like, concert, like a, a performance with a drum machine, with a laptop, with records, like scratch a little bit here and do this kind of shit. And I was just like, this is too much, bro. <laughs> like, but that's that's where my mind goes. Like I'm a I'm a live music musician. I like so it's like even in sampling, even in, you know, DJ culture, like do it live, you know? And I think that's same as you. That's what you do. You know what I mean? Like that's where you kind of came. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that, that's why also I'm, like my style, like I like to play everything live. Like I have my sample, my sample on like you know eight pads. I have my bass notes down on four pads, and I have my kick, snare, hi hat, and crash down on the bottom. And I like to do it all live. Like I, it's important for me to perform. I just don't want to hit play and like right. mess around with effects. Like most people just turn knobs and stuff. Exactly, that's cool. But like I yeah. like to actually like you just, don't do the stutters and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to learn to do exactly. stutters and like him from playing Ocean Beach so much. Where yeah. like I had to constantly pump out like material like that yeah. every week. Where I had to just kind of like cut back on like the um, um, complexity of my beats for and sure. kind of just like focus more on effects, which is all people like you know care about right like, like i said um, the stutter yeah that snare drum a little bit yeah. <laughs> a piece of my soul does it every time yeah. i gotta turn that off <laughs> yeah i didn't want it, it to come to that but oh yeah it comes in handy sometimes respect yeah. so where do you um what's your like where do you perform mostly like what's what's your what's your jam so these days <laughs> to put it bluntly the streets yeah yeah like, i love it man like yeah. just the post up and just i I realized like the reason I enjoy posting so much up on the, on the street is just because I guess I must be like an exhibitionist yeah, because I really sure. like, I get like a rush from it no because um I mean I used to be like a graffiti writer I used to be into like shoplifting and all kinds of stuff that would just give me like a give rush. rush and like this does it for me just mm-hmm. a post up where like you know nobody is doing what I'm doing just yeah. post up and all of a sudden just start playing my beats and be into it like I get like so into my beats and people just see that and just like I feed off that energy and just sure. include others by putting out a microphone for other people to join me mm-hmm. and to also just yeah to join in my creation and see what they can add to it yeah and that all just like gives me just this huge rush and yeah. just lasts and like and that shit's sick bro that's I that's why I honestly like I respect what you do so much because you do take it to the streets you do you just go out there you do your shit and then you let people hop on and it's like it's trying to not create a scene, but like kind of just community, you know what I mean? And it's like, I, I want to do the same shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I had that one video where I literally walked out on the corner and played He guitar. sent me that video. I go, what is this? And I started looking at it more and I go, is this motherfucker standing out there with his headphones on the corner? And yeah, I was, one day I, I was go, just like, fuck, I'm going to go play exactly. guitar in the corner. That's what you guys say. Does it fucking just yeah. do it? Because no one else is going to do it. And it's like, and I've yeah. always wanted to do that. Like, I've always, because I love performing live. I mm-hmm. love, I really do. Like, now I'm kind of more so, like, just into production. I'm not really, like, the last show I played, kind of, like, I was like, eh, I think I'm kind of done with this for now. Like, Isaac's yelled at me on stage before. Oh, dude. <laughs> Isaac had <laughs> pissed at this fool. He, like, fucks up a beat or something. But this was back in the day. We were kids. I'm like, what the fuck, man? What's your problem? He's just like, I just play drums. And dude, we were in high school, but I just take it so like, I'm just so like laser focused and, you know, but the last show I had, I was just 
not into it. I was like, I think I just want to focus more on production now. Like, so I started my own solo thing and I just want to do that for right now, you know, but I'd still love live performance. I love seeing artists that get down, you know what I mean? Like no matter what, no matter what, you know? So what did you, what did you used to throw up when you were doing graph? The names? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll wrap it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in, in Pittsburgh, I was nephew, TGM. Nephew? Yeah, there's a nephew out here. He spells it different. He's in the uh, other crew, but. Like yeah, N-E-F-E-W? Ne- any, any, I, I wrote N-E-P-H-E-W. Oh, okay. Yeah, Straight. nephew, TGM. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it's funny because where I work right here in National City, the trains come by all the time, dude, mm-hmm. and I'll just see pieces and I just sit there and I like take videos. I'm like, oh my God, dude. Like I love... I love graph art, dude. You know, like I grew up on like Star Wars and all that shit. So I appreciate, I just appreciate hip hop culture, period. You know, the five elements. I'm all about that shit. You know what I mean? And it's like, it translates into everything, into rock music, into art, and even digital art. You know, I mean, visuals, videography, everything. You know, it's like you can you can incorporate all those elements into everything. Mm-hmm. I love b-boying. I love all that. You know, what I mean, and it's like because it's just expression. It's yeah. just art. So no matter how anybody does it, you know, if you do it with compassion, if you do it in a way that you really just want to push it, you know, then respect, mad respect, no matter what, you know. Yeah. You know, and that's that's why I appreciate what you do, because you're just like, fuck it. I'm just going to go on the street. You like, you know, what I mean, like, you know, you already know what you're going to do. And then you just go out there. and You're just like, anybody like this? Anybody down? Yeah, when you sent me your profile, I was like, oh, this is this is different. And yeah. I just kept on going. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Let's check them out. Let's yeah. bring them on board. Yeah. But how often um, how often do you fucking jam on the street? Yeah. Um, like. These days, it seems like it's like maybe like three days a week. Okay. Um, I was I was doing Ocean Beach every single Wednesday at the farmers market from like three p.m. till like eleven p.m. at night every Holy single Wednesday shit. for a year and a half straight. Yeah. Um, I'm on hiatus from that, and so I've been doing it more just like in my neighborhood of North Park. Mm-hmm. I've been jamming with um a fellow busker. He plays blues harmonica. Okay. On the corner, so I'll just like post up next to him, and we'll we'll jam. Um, last night I posted up on the corner by myself, mm-hmm. and then I had two. DJs show up with their portable um, scratchers, yeah. PTO one, and I forget what the other one was. Yeah. And so I had two DJs just scratching yeah, next yeah. to me for like three yeah. hours there. We yeah. had like five people show up to freestyle, one yeah. all in Spanish, and yeah. it was awesome. Oh, and we right. all made money, and I could pay them, and it was sweet. And we just, Hell yeah. Right. yeah. Fuck it's yeah. It's completely random. You know, I just showed up by myself, and like, before you know it, it's like yeah. this whole like production going on right on the street corner there. That's yeah. dope. That's mm-hmm. fucking sick. You guys keep in touch, or just um, kind of like, you know... It, it's, it's funny, so... Most I, I always do an Instagram live yeah. on my performance performances, so people you can see where I'm at. Okay. And that's usually how people find me. Like, oh, like he's posted on 30th University, and then people show up. I'm like, hey, like I saw you going live, and like here I am. So Sick. <laughs> that's kind of okay. why I just post live, just so my mom can watch and so other people can okay just see where <laughs> I'm sure. at. It's yeah. so different from when we were kids because we didn't have social media. Like, yeah. like when we had, we made fucking flyers. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're gonna play a show this <laughs> yeah. Saturday at the yeah. Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. And now it's like, I always wondered, I'm like, how this technology and social media helped or, I don't know, I could say negatively impacted, but I always wondered like if everyone's keeping together or in touch, Mm. you know, with networking, connecting. Yeah, 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 for sure. For me, it's all about 
repetition, just being there at the right. same place, the consistency. same time. Yeah. Consistency. That's what I did with Ocean Beach. It was just being consistent, the same same Wednesday, you know, same time, and just yeah. people like just knew I was going to be there. Sick. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not too popular here. Like we don't see a ton of street performers. No, you talking about San Diego in general? Or yeah, San Diego in general. Right. Yeah. There's I'm well, sure. there's laws now. There's so many that uh, there's um. Yeah, amplification. Yeah, was, ordinances. Yeah, and so like Balboa Park is like off limits now. It's wow. all like you can't have amplified music in there. That's even Ocean Beach, funny. Ocean Beach, they're shutting down everyone. They were shutting That's down like even like the fire, the, the um, the drum circle and stuff. That's and so they tried shutting me down too. Yeah, that's so. Yeah, it's crazy. Whack. Crazy. Yeah. And yeah. It's just cops coming up to you like, hey man, you got to shut it down. Or in, people. In Ocean Beach, yeah. Or Karen's. I mean, cops, is yeah. it cops or no, Karen's? It's, it's, it's just cops. Yeah, it's <laughs> cops. Wow. Like I've never had any issues with people calling. You yeah, know, noise complaints or for anything. sure, it's exactly. Because the people don't give a shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. they're down. If, if they're not down, then they'll tell you. You know, they'd be like, "Hey, can you just turn it down a mm-hmm. little bit?" But I mean, if it's not like after ten o'clock, then, right? I mean, that's always been the law. Or the what I understood, like when we played shows and shit, it was like yeah. after ten o'clock is when you kind of, but not on the weekends, like right. during the week. But wow, so yeah. it's but even. And, and yeah, like you said, there there are pretty much just like a handful of like buskers, street performers. Yeah. Like I could like name them like in, in each area. And like, yeah, there's very few. I used to see a ton of Balboa Park because right. um, I walked my dog there. And I would, I mean, this is, we've been going there four years now. Mm-hmm. And it's changed like the food vendors, like churro right. people, or I see a lot more like roller skaters there and just like random performers and now they're just gone yeah you know it's that's lame bro they're like we got to make room for the homeless they, they, do <laughs> they need somewhere to sleep <laughs> i'm just saying yeah it is true they for all did, they did move into balboa exactly park, but they do have signs up that say like free speech zones did mm-hmm. you see them balboa park. I have in like in like the main Dude. area where the fountain oh is there's like signs God. that say free speech area okay. and i'm thinking you can set up there but i don't know if you can still be amplified with your free speech that is ridiculous but yeah that's like what you the places you can go and also along the harbor downtown i was playing like right in this, just like this area between, I guess, the Midway, the aircraft carrier, yeah. and um, Broadway Pier. There's yeah. just like this little like just spot of like concrete, and I set up there. Yeah, yeah. played for an hour and a half, had a good time, and then security came, kicked me out. But they're like, we can offer you this spot over here where a street performers allowed to perform. It's inside these green squares. Wow! It's, but it's it's like oh, right in front of right in front of the aircraft carrier. That? But there are like legit fuck like there's that. a lot of people that walk by there though. Oh this, yeah, that, that's for that, sure. 100. Yeah, I didn't mind. I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah. um, at the same time, there are like legit zones for you, like little squares. Like you have to stay in this area. And, like, I don't like I don't, being. I don't, I don't like being told. That's what I'm you know? saying. Because I, don't be like, I hey. got respect. I respect yeah. people. I respect. It's too loud. I'll turn it down. Yeah. Sure, but don't tell me where the. Exactly. Fuck it's like post. here you go, little monkey. You exactly. Stay right there. Exactly. You can play for an hour. And, like at this level, it's like no, yeah. I don't respond to that. Like, that's I don't why like I'm that. out here, like just playing my beats randomly on my bike and like pulling yeah. up wherever. Like I don't want to like listen to like rules and shit. You're not inciting riots and shit. And I think just a little bit south of the aircraft carrier that's kind of where it turns into like vendor row right right there's a lot of like with the little restaurants and shit are and right yeah, yeah, yeah yeah which is exactly where you want people performing <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean like yeah that's where a lot of the tourists go that's where you know i yeah. mean it's shops but at the same time also like in those green squares you got the jehovah's witnesses you got the exactly. other guys you know repent or go to hell yeah. so it's kind of strange you have to be like you're like you guys so like hip-hop or i hope it, so yeah so it's, just, it's just weird <laughs> just collab with them I'm gonna play did, Jesus walks did, for you guys. All right, let's Jehovah, go. Jehovah's Witnesses <laughs> did give me a thumbs up. The Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, yeah. me. The one time right. I played right next to them, the guy came up to me after, like saying how much he loved my music. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's, that's cool. cool for sure. You know, and that's what I'm saying. Like m- most people don't care. 
You know, and if, yeah. if if they're bothered by it, they'll say something, and that's it. I'm telling you, not once, okay, maybe like once or twice, I've had someone just give like a weird look or something. Sure. But I've been doing this like for a year and a half straight, and not mm. once has anyone ever been like said anything mean or mm-hmm. like yeah. like judgmental. Nothing. Yeah. Like, kicked not your shit. Kicked yeah, your speaker ever. down or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. I come there with like good intentions and well, to you, include you the do community. It, you do it at a time. You do it during the day. You don't mm. do it late at night. Right. You're not. And I'm, I'm not playing my death metal beats. Like I got a whole uh, you bunch should. of beats. That, <laughs> if I see someone walk by with like a death metal shirt on, go to like, East, oh. go to East County and do some death metal. <laughs> I'm like, oh, they'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, bro. They'll, they're like, I'm down with this shit. <laughs> Where is that? Um, was that Slipknot? Damn. Exactly. Yeah. It was. Uh, oh, by the Shell, the Rady Shell. Yeah, I've seen some performers out there after shows or during shows. Okay. Um, are you familiar with that area? Mm-hmm. It's right behind the convention mm-hmm. center. Yeah. But I saw Barcadero. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a dude out there rapping with his um, the fucking box that big. Joe Dreams? Yes. <laughs> Everyone so knows Joe Dreams. He's actually going to, um, it's somewhere like in like the courthouse or something. There's like some like um, hearing going on for street performers and he's actually kind of like representing himself for street wow. performers and trying to really, like. Really bro? It's like that? That's shout so out Joe Dreams. Yeah. yeah, Joe Dreams. Yeah. Love him or hate him, but he's, he's that pretty like um, a huge proponent for, you know, free speech. He got my eye. I was like. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. yeah. Seen you, mm-hmm. but oh. um, yeah, he didn't give a fuck. He was uh, just out there. Oh, he's he's come by a few times and rapped over my beats. He That's wanted cool. to make he wanted me to make a beat for him about what I do in Ocean Beach. I, I didn't really want to work with him, but yeah, I respect what he does. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. That's crazy. Yeah, because there's not many people. You know, like, do you consider it right. busking, or you just go yeah. and? I just use that because I don't know what else. No, I, I yeah, yeah I don't really you like just that go term, and do your thing. Yeah. You just you know, what I mean, like, yeah. how did you even think to do that? What like what triggered that for you? Like when you first, so did you move out here and then you were like, this is what I want to do, or what? So when I moved out to San Diego is whenever I stopped playing like and it was playing death metal bands yeah and i was just i feel like you played clubs and hold shit on, on let's back East up a little bit how did you make the decision to come out to california right hey, there you go <laughs> let's go back that to that there you go because i mean it, it's pittsburgh and um i knew there's just some place better and so my my girlfriend at the time um we just quit our jobs we sold everything we had mm-hmm. and we packed everything into our little honda hatchback and we um hit the road and we left on February, it was the day after my grandfather's funeral, and it was negative 20 degrees below, below zero. And I remember that was like the coldest I've ever been. I said, I don't want to be that cold again. <laughs> we went in a car, and we drove um, straight down to Key West, Florida. And then we spent five weeks traveling all across the country, yeah. visiting other cities. And we just settled in San Diego. And like um, the night before, we decided that, that San Diego was going to be our home. It was either San Diego or Miami. And I was yep. like, let's do Miami. So we were ready to go back to Miami, but like we decided just to stay one more night here. And then yeah. that's when we got a call back from uh, my landlord saying, hey, we got this apartment for you. And nice. so that's, I, I've stayed since we, we broke up four years ago and I'm still out here and nice. just living. Yeah. Hell yeah. So that's, I'm, I'm out here just because um, I don't want to be in Pittsburgh anymore. <laughs> I don't want to be cold. <laughs> don't want to be cold. <laughs> like, I don't. I want, I want like 60 degree cold. And, and, the, and, like, the, and the fact that like, like I don't uh, watch. I don't like the Steelers. I don't watch sports. Like, because sure. like, I told you I was from Pittsburgh, and yeah. I, I thought you were going to say, oh, are you a Steelers fan? Because the very first thing people will say <laughs> now is, been like, are, you, are you a Steelers yeah, fan? No. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and <laughs> no. I had to explain why, but... <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I mean, but that's kind of an East Coast thing too. It's just sports, sports. It's, yeah. it's very. No, I mean, I, it's everywhere. Of I, course, I see, there's Charger I, fans, I, Padres yeah. fans. Like yeah. being so far away from like the whole, like the East Coast in general. Like I, now, I can see like it, the whole East Coast is dominated by sports and yeah. nar- narcissism. I mean, you like yeah. I, pick a just, side. It's hilarious. So <laughs> I was on the street corner. I've been seeing a lot of like people wearing Phillies gear. I don't know if the okay. Phillies are playing the Padres or maybe. So, yeah, they come through the town. I mean, but like last week, it was like I saw so many like Phillies people, like yeah. just Phillies hats and stuff. They and I was on the, play like the three games. I was on the street corner playing my beats, and a dude walks by with a Phillies hat. I'm like, "You from Philly?" He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Well, I'm from Pittsburgh." He's uh, and we're like, "That's what's up." And we like just like, um, you know, um, bump knuckles. Yeah. But like, we would never do that in Pittsburgh. Right. If it was, oh, like, if there's a dude wearing Phillies gear, and while I'm in Pittsburgh, I'm like, "You from Philly?" He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "What's up?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you here? Like, yeah, like that type of thing. That's like people from fun. Pittsburgh don't fuck with Philly. Philly doesn't fuck that's with Pittsburgh. Like, that's what I'm saying. The it's animosity. It's all because of sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's ridiculous. Yeah. Just straight hate for like yeah. fellow man just because of like sports teams who don't give a fuck about their hometown. Yeah. Like once they're done playing football, wherever they go, wherever to retire, like they and, don't care about your city. And like, it's like the Dodgers, <laughs> Padres. You know, we have that here, and like it's different. But though. I think there's more like. There's still connection. It's, yeah, it's because more... they'll be at dude. There'll be more Dodger fans than there are Padre fans at a Padre game. Yeah, and I've seen like so many fights. Like I've gone to a Padre Dodger game, and I've seen so many bloody noses and chicks fucking pulling hair and shit. And it's like, but it's still like a camaraderie. Like you guys are all here for the same reason. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Like you guys care about each other. You know what yeah. I mean? But. East Coast, it seems like fuck you, like yeah. no fuck you. you know? I think like, there's less fuckery in the East Coast than there is out here. Out here, right. people just want to fight for the fight. Exactly. You yeah. Know? Exactly. See, I'm, the problem with the East Coast too, like you can't just go outside and like turn off your sports. It's like the weather sucks there. So exactly. You, you That's what I was gonna inside, say. It's the weather, bro. Stay inside. The weather and you're watching sports, and because miserable. you're inside, you're also drinking alcohol, which yeah. kind of like doesn't yeah. do, do yeah. good things when you're just filled with football and, and, so and, just, and rage. Exactly. Because it's cold as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Out here, you can just turn off, turn off the, 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 the game and just go to the beach. Go to the beach. Exactly. Just chill the fuck out. Go outside and chill. Like it's all good. It's not. It's it's very It's very mild here. You're fine. So eight years you're in Cali. What's your favorite thing? do that here now <laughs> other than your music that you're doing now but is there something else that catches your out here um so yeah. I, I ride bikes I, I ride a road bike and i also have an e-bike now that i play my beats on so i, I just love um just riding my bike and just being out in nature and, and grounding I, I go to the beach like twice a week and i just love just walking in the water just yeah. um I just were like you a bmx warm. kid um, I, I skated. I, I rode a BMX bike, but I didn't do tricks. Um, I just rode it to get around, but I skated. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So you started skating first and then... Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. How old were you when you started skating? Um, probably like grade school all the way up until like, maybe like a few years before I left Pittsburgh, but I, man, just the older you get. The when was that? What, what era was that? Like the 80s or 90s? Um, so I was born in 84. Grade school would have been like, I don't know, what was that? Maybe like early mid, 90s, mid 90s or 90s. something like okay. that all the way until like, so was it, no, I was going to say, was it Tony Hawk? Oh, no. <laughs> so I can say, well, are you familiar with Shorty's Fulfill the Dream video? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So watching that in Pittsburgh, I might got that when I was in like maybe like seventh, eighth grade. Yeah. And that, that video changed my life just because the skating, like I saw like, I mean, it was most of it's filmed in San Diego. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I didn't know that, but I just saw like just beautiful, like weather, palm trees, yeah. all that stuff. And that the soundtrack is amazing. Yeah. That's what really got me into yeah. hip hop. It was yeah. like. Um, Grave Diggers and um, yeah. like Gangstar and, and um, that, that video just changed my life. Just like man, just knowing this place exists and yeah. then coming out here and just stumbling upon the spots, culture, like, like in culture. Pacific Beach, like where like Chad Muska, he like Ollie, like the very end right. of the, his video, and part. he fucking did a lot of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, but just like just seeing <laughs> no, like sure. in person, like just these yeah. spots that like I watched in Pittsburgh, like during these like cold ass winters, like man, like 
Like I would love to like, be I there. Like I want to go there. Like, yeah. yeah. I even looked up where Peter Smolik lived and I went just to see where Peter Smolik lives. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. That's laughs> it's just so awesome. That's crazy. I just spread. shot, um, I was photographing a music video and, and it was at the Pink Motel that has the pool. Um, Animal Chin. Uh, Alkaline Trio. LA? Yeah, Alkaline Trio. Yeah. Shoot that I went to. Yeah, I saw it. And I'm standing there and I'm like, why does this place look familiar? And then my dead buddy Asim's like, remember the movie Animal Chin? He's like, just the pool. Yeah. And I'm like, no fucking way. Yeah. And Cab, I'm friends with him and he shows up. He's like, what's up, bro? He's like, I'm like, Cab, is this really the pool? He's like, yeah. Wow. I'm standing there with him and I'm like, blah, blah, blah. like this is kind of <laughs> cool. But just to that story, like so many people that I've met, not lately, but just through life, they're like, yeah, I saw that video. I wanted to come out. I saw that mm-hmm. BMX video. Mm-hmm. I saw that Hoffman video. I yeah. Saw, you know, it's just shit like that. I'm yeah. like, wow, that's crazy to, that video filmed here or wherever has influence on people yeah. there that makes them want to come so out. So influential. That, like, it's yeah. so mind-blowing to me. Yeah. You know, yeah. Where him and I are just like, yeah, it's fucking, yep. Yeah. Fucking yeah. beach right there. Yeah. 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 Take you it for granted said, in a way. You yeah. said grounding. Is that your barefoot and grounding? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, especially just after being around electronics so much and stuff. For just sure. Screens, just be, or being around people playing my beats and like all their energies and stuff. I'm very empathic. I pick up people's energy yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so for me to detox from all that, like I just have to like be by myself in nature. And yeah. Have you always been that way? Or uh, sensitive or grounding? Just like learned about grounding and... Um, I'm, I've always been like sensitive, but I didn't know ways to like deal with it because i come from like a, like a big family mm-hmm. and stuff and like i was just it wasn't like I, it wasn't catered to me yeah it wasn't so taught to you 100 percent. Yeah, yeah same um so it was just on my own like i had to find ways to uh, to just deal with like energies and for sure mm-hmm. for sure putting, yeah myself first and what feels good for me and what i need to do to always yeah. just feel my best and fill my cup first that's yeah. crazy i would have not thought that well i heard you say it and i was like grandma what if he's talking about like because i yeah literally putting your feet on the grass and yeah. the sand it's, it's and the powerful dirt. it's yeah, no, yeah it's, it's for it's a real thing you think about how much concrete you walk in and just wearing shoes, shoes. that are like casts you know yeah. i mean it's just like to actually put your feet into real grass like they're intentionally water. rubber for a reason you know and that's i that's just me my mind picks everything apart and that's where all the conspiracy shit and all that shit like that's why i resonate with that stuff so much because like I said, I got scientist brain, bro. So I pick everything apart. And I was like, why do you think the soles are rubber? Like, there's a reason. And it's it's interference. <laughs> it's interference. It is. Fa- you yeah, know? The fact that when you walk, it's just like this. Like, you can't, like, actually curl your toes like you're yeah. supposed to. Like, the, like you, you come, we come from monkeys. Obviously, like, you see how monkeys, like, use their feet yeah. to, like, you know, grip and sure. stuff. And we're supposed to do that as well. But, like, if you're wearing shoes, they're just, like... Clop, clop, clop. The guys out here, you see people wearing flip flops, and yeah. like, those are like the worst shoes you could possibly yeah. wear. You can't bend your feet whatsoever. And yeah, I just, you see people like walking around with like limps and back problems, but you see that they're wearing flip flops. It's like, dude, yeah, like, yeah, it's flat, and yeah, yeah there's no contour. Yeah. Or nothing. I mean, yeah. I, essentially, you're supposed to walk around barefoot, but. Yeah. I'd be like, you better wash your feet. <laughs> <laughs> I wear the I wear the band at night that's plugged into the ground wall. Really, like it goes into the grounding of the any plug. Wow, Ooh, what is it, it? It's just the band. It's called. It's by Earthing. Oh Earthing. shit! I didn't even know that was a thing. And um, you can buy ankle ones. You can buy fucking blankets that go under your bed yeah. or like a bed sheet, and you plug yeah. it into the wall and okay. you just fucking lean on it. The so whole it's night. like electrolysis type. Yeah. Fuck I mean, yeah. it's just, it's grounding the mm-hmm. same as you would barefooted. Interesting. But it's an actual band or a mat that you can buy for your pillow or for yeah. your whole Okay. Bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and yeah. it plugs into the grounding plug of any house as long as it's grounded. Mm. Interesting. You test the grounding along the ground because it's the same mm. thing, really. Literally grounding. Yeah. But it has to do with electricity. Yeah. 
they'll just like explain like you got to discharge. You're just, I'm like, oh, okay. All okay, of this interesting. shit. Is there copper? I'm sure it's copper infused. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 for yeah, sure. yeah. Of course. But yeah, I'll use it for as much as I can. I usually use it mostly when I travel. Because um, obviously, when you travel like different time zones, that I heard that's when you're supposed to adjust to the yeah. um the, local, the jet lag yeah yeah so jet lag um your circadian rhythm all that stuff mm-hmm. gets reset a lot better than like oh, I'm gonna drink an espresso because I'm fucking yeah exactly I'm like, no, yeah I'm you're just pushing your stress in your system exactly but yeah exactly. when I tr- when I travel I I fucking take that thing or um I use it when I get home <laughs> yeah you're into homeopath homeopathic things you mm-hmm. know what i mean uh, you're chinese of course i mean obviously <laughs> but i'm just <laughs> well i went through a huge injury i through a huge he injury, broke back, his back. back injury um <laughs> literally obviously with all the stuff that you see here but um that was 2013 and obviously they're like take these pills yeah i was like okay all right i don't have a dictative personality but i didn't know better so i just yeah. took them and you're only supposed to be on those things like I don't know what a month, month and a half. Not I was even on it for long, like six months. Yeah, and then I had to get off of them. And then you said you were, it was like eating a hole in your gut. Dude, basically, it right? fucked my gut up. Yeah. Everything. Um, but I met somebody who was like, "Stop taking those," and I'm like, uh, "You're crazy." <laughs> and I wasn't hooked. I was just like, "I don't want to be in pain." But I was noticing people were honking at me on the fucking freeway while I was driving. <laughs> oh, I was like, shit. "Oh, I must be like swerving, zoning out." And that's when I kind of was like, "Fuck!" And then like someone would show up at my house randomly like, Hey man, it's two o'clock. Why are you still in bed? Mm. And I was like, I was on disability from work. And I met this doctor in Santa Monica and he's like, Hey man, he's like, stop taking those. Start drinking water, walk barefooted at the beach, Mm. come see me in a week. And I was like, okay. And then what? He's like, come see me in a week. Yeah. Just go do what I tell you. And then come. (laughs) Okay. And he's like, how do you feel? I'm like, okay. Like, he's like, how many pills have you taken? I'm like half. He's like, okay, stop the other half. Go walk on the beach. Come see me next week literally that and then he's like start eating this start eating that start eating this start eating that and dude and he's like start doing these stretches just do those two stretches see me in a week and fucking like three months i was like out of pain i was still in pain but i was off of everything yeah my mind was fucking back and but it was a long road it was like two years to get back on my feet but yeah ever since then i was like i'm gonna listen to anything that's it's like opening the channels of connectivity Mm -hmm. to you know i mean because we're receptors we're we're antennas you know everybody is everybody is and everything is ruled by electricity i don't care what anybody says like it's it's all electric everything is electric our brains are electric our hearts are electric everything is electric yeah and connecting to the earth is grounding which is kind of like I mean, there's a ground and a socket for a reason to kind of maintain the electricity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like we're kind of being blocked by like the shoes and whatever. You know, it's like and electronics is ugh, cell man, phones, Wi-Fi. You know, 5G. I work I I work mm-hmm. a, a desk job. I'm in front of a computer eight hours a day for five days a week, but I wear shungite. You know, I have this medallion that's mm-hmm. shungite, so it's supposed to protect from EMF. You know, so at least I'm aware in that much, you know. Do you like, wear uh, blue blockers? No, no. That's I, like essential for me. Sure. I always have blue blocker glasses yeah. on. Like, yeah. yeah. No, I don't wear glasses. I'm supposed to, like on my license, it literally says corrective lenses. Mm-hmm. But 
I don't need it. One eye kind of compensates for the other one. That's the way I've always been. I've kind of got a lazy eye. Like I had surgery when I was like five years old. They literally pulled my eyeball out and cut a nerve so it wouldn't be like <laughs> like looking straight at my nose. Was that from the baseball I threw? No. Oh, <laughs> maybe shit. shit. Maybe. Oh, shit. Yes. How dare you? I was sitting here, Ma. Damn it. You know what? It did hit me in that eye. Was oh, it? you bastard. So Isaac and I, Isaac and I, you know, you fucking, yeah. hey, you going to want to go play baseball? Okay. Yeah. Isaac's dad was a coach. My dad was, was a coach. I was on his team. And we're literally learning. It was like T-ball. Yeah, it was T-ball. Just bro. throwing the ball back and forth. And I'm like catching it. And I'm like, oh. And I fucking looked through it. And I looked at Isaac. And Isaac was like, huh? huh what? And <laughs> yeah. I go, Isaac. And he's like, huh? But I tried oh. to catch it like this. Like, I was like, ah, anyway. <laughs> like, right at this. Like, oh. My dad's like, why are you crying? And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, when you said it's there, I'm like, fuck. From the baseball I throw you? Probably. Yeah. The very first um, baseball game, uh, I think it was like in fifth grade on baseball team, very first time up the bat ever. Yeah. My dad's like videotaping and I get beamed. Like, the very first time. <laughs> He's like, right on. <laughs> Take first base like a champ, yeah. bro. Take it. Get it. Yeah. Base sports. I mean, I was I was fine at soccer. Baseball. Fucking hate baseball. Yeah. yeah. I was 100. No, it was, eight, it was like 89 pounds. Yeah. And there were dudes like your size. And I was like, like, don't hit me. And fucking my dad was the coach. He's like, go be a pussy. And I'm like, I want to be a pussy right now. I want to be a pussy. I am a pussy. Fucking strike zones right here, dad. Like, what the fuck? And uh, I remember he, uh, he, I dude, I stood at the outside of the box. And every time I bat, and he's like, and everyone was, they were like lobbing the baseball. And I was like, just let him hit it, And I was like, oh. And then my dad's like, Fucking go take a lap. And I was like, so I fucking threw the helmet up, fucking threw the bat, grabbed my hat, and I fucking ran down first baseline all the way to fucking right field. All the way home. Jumped the fucking fence and ran home. And my dad was so pissed. Oh, and everybody was, everybody still laughs at that story to the day because they're like, bro, like, come on. I was like, fuck baseball. Yo, fuck, ba- fuck your baseball, dude. And then years later, they were like seeing me on motorcycles. They're like, how fast are you going? I'm like, yeah. 180. And they're like, and you didn't want to stay on the fucking batter's box? And I was like, nope. They're like, I'm in control, bitch. But like, oh, <laughs> but. Dude, I remember the first time I was playing majors at Parkview. And the first time I saw a curveball. Oh. Bro, that shit scared the shit out of me. I was like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> I was like, oh, the shit was coming at me, and then it just broke. I was like, oh, no, no, no. You can done, program bro. a baseball after it leaves your arm. Like, that's crazy, <laughs> yeah. dude. Dude, it was Jared Martin. Remember Jared Martin? Oh, yeah. Bro, he fucking threw them, and that fool was big. He was a big cat. Like, yeah. he was the homie, but he threw it, and I was just like, oh, hell no, I'm done, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out, dude. <laughs> I'm going to go play music now. Nothing fun about that game. <laughs> but I respect people that are really good at it. For sure. There's a couple of people from here that made it. Yeah, so the Marlins and Adrian Gonzalez, man, he's still yeah. my favorite. Yeah, did you play sports growing up at all? That's funny. Like I was, I was forced to play like baseball. Soccer was like my sport through grade school. I was mm-hmm. like really good at that, just because like I had three brothers and I was always on a team with one of my brothers. So yeah. it was just like we would just pass back and forth, score goals, and it was easy. Um, I didn't play sports in high school, um, but on my own in my tw- early twenties, I picked. I was got really into like MMA and like um, mm. Mu- oh, Muay Thai. I, nice. I trained Muay Thai for like. Three years, yeah, a little bit of jujitsu, but I just want to learn how to fight, yeah, just protect yourself, yeah, so I don't have to fight. Yeah. It's crazy yeah. how popular jujitsu is now. Dude. I feel like it's getting it's blowing, it's uh, like everybody, dude, like they're just like 
jujitsu. You can tell who right. does jujitsu because they got the shirt and the bumper sticker. Like, yeah. I swear, like every dude that does jujitsu has the shirt and the bumper sticker. Yeah, it's like, I'll see a 10 planet. I'm that's like, why oh, I did that's damn. why I do Muay Thai, because like you don't it's see more Muay Thai. It's just huge, everyone though. does jujitsu. Yeah. yeah. You, you know? can't blame them because it is probably the most practical for a fight. No, I know, but, but I feel like it's becoming popular, like right. like trendy. Mm. You know, because I'll I'll see some random person like, oh jujitsu. I'm like, Yeah. Really? Yeah, like why? Why jujitsu? Like yeah. it's it's like karate was back in the in <laughs> yeah. the eighties. You know I did, what I mean? Like, uh, I did three years, almost three years of it. Um, nice. When I was bartending, when like, what year was that? Two thousand seven, two thousand six. Where were you bartending? At the Red Sea Lounge. Who the fuck is that? Above East, above East Street, East Street Deli, Fourth and or Fifth and huh. East Street. Crazy East Street Deli. You know the one that goes no. Anyway, no. I was a bartender and I was walking out of wads of cash and my mom's like, hey, you're going to get robbed, boy. not that big, dude. Like, you should like go do something or like go learn karate. <laughs> Buy a gun and like, that. Co- what? And then Co- my grandmother was like, yeah, you're going to get your ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Dean Lister, you know who he is? Yeah, they call him the boogeyman. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to high school together. And uh, his sister was friends with my sister. And okay. I don't know who the fuck, how big he was, but dude, he won Abu Dhabi like X amount of times. Crazy. He was in the UFC. Crazy. This is back in the day, like 90. So 2005, 2006, yeah. I want to say. And he was, he was a fucking big, like people in the UFC still know who he is. And I'm like, you know Crazy. who that is? I'm like, I want to go with that dude. Crazy. Um, so yeah, I show up at his, at his gym and he's just like, Jocko was there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Now, I, I, I was fucking, now I was like, why am I seeing Jocko before? He's like, he's that big military dude. Oh, yeah, no, Jocko, yeah. He was there with a bunch of SEALs back then. Crazy. And I was just like, those guys would be scary if they learned it. Yeah, <laughs> dude. So I learned, I mean, I was 120 pounds back then. I'm partnered up with this chick and I'm like, oh, this is weird. <laughs> she's going to kill me. And she's probably 100 pounds. Yeah. And we're, I'm like in shorts and she's like in this like skin tight Under Armour stuff. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I don't want to, I feel weird touching you. I'm like, get away, get away. But he's like, Alec, just fucking yeah. put it out of your head. She knows what she's she doing. She knows bro. what she's doing. Yeah. She's not going to grab your dick. She's like, going to choke your ass out. She's going to fucking, dude, she whooped my ass <laughs> for like yeah. six months straight. Yeah. And she was like, I think she was a state champion or something, but she was fucking really good. And then like once it clicked for me, it was like almost addicting. Hmm. It was super addicting, and I was like, oh, fuck. And then it's got to a point where I'm like, I don't really need all this. And then, like, back then, nobody knew it. Right. So yeah. I was walking out of the bar of X amount of dollars in my pocket, yeah. and I'm like, fuck, I don't give a fuck if somebody comes up to me right now. Like, yeah, 30 seconds, I'll be out of here. Like, right. I'll rip their shoulder out or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But now you got to be careful because everybody in their mom. Knows you just That's everybody what I'm saying, them. though. And it's crazy. Yeah. Like, like I said, like... I watch Kill Tony. Like, that's, like, my favorite thing to crack out on right yeah. now. And, but, like, they'll have random comedians on, and they'll be like, so what do you, what's interesting about you? Oh, I do jiu-jitsu. jiu-jitsu. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it's getting so, like, popular, so trendy. It, it, to me, it's, like, trendy. Yeah. I mean, you know, I get, I'm, I'm, I work out. I'm into exercising. You know, I run on a treadmill. I do a little this and that. You know, I, I at least three times a week, I got to work out. Like, that's my somewhat of a discipline you know yeah but i can't not work out like i mean i can but i i'm just like no i like to stick to a routine i like you know because it it keeps me balanced you know so but when i see just like a random and it's like 
But I just keep hearing jujitsu, and I'm yeah. like, why? It's, it's why so, are you? What? I just want to know why. It's first. really. Is it accessible now? Like, yeah, it's because Ron. Ron has yeah. a jujitsu. A friend of ours from high school, he opened one down in Chula Vista, where we're from. It's super accessible now. It's good for your body. It's good. For, there's nothing bad about it. Yeah. Um. It's like chess. Yeah. Like you can learn how to play chess, but how good. Right. Really right. And then it's a you, good discipline. And say. then when you do it with somebody that's really good or better than you, it's kind of like, fuck, like, oh, like it's like chess. Like, fuck, yeah. I didn't see that move. Right. Like, how did that happen? Right. Um, but I, I do think, yeah, it's, it's probably one of the best things. If I had kids, I'd put them in instead of sports. Honestly. Right. Unless they wanted to play sports. Cool. Like, yeah, but, no, I respect that. But in Muay Thai is more, uh, Muay Thai is more striking or. Yeah. So I was just going to say, cause like, I think like of jujitsu, you have I to think be intimate. Shin you have to be kicks, intimate with like, the person. Mm-hmm. Muay Thai is about keeping the person Distance. away from you. And that's, okay. I just want to punch kick. I mean, you have, um, clinching. Yeah. Which, you know, grab, you grab the person's head and you're able to like throw them. That's about as close as you'll get in Muay Thai. Yeah. Um, and, and the, 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 um, the fight stops as soon as you hit the ground. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's all about just, you know, yeah, kicking, punching. It's, um, the art of eight limbs. So your, your, um, your fists, knees, shoulders, um, your, your, your feet, um, elbows, all, all that. Um, yeah, and it's all just about striking and just, yeah. How long have you been doing I, I, I trained from maybe like three years. That was in back in Pittsburgh in like okay. my twenties. But, right. um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Like, like I did, I tried jujitsu for maybe like six months, mm-hmm. but um, I just really don't enjoy being like that physically close yeah. to people, especially just in a hot, humid gym. Sweating. It's, yeah, it's just like, it's, it's just gross. <laughs> I'm just like, I would rather just keep you away with my feet, just kick you, punch you, and just like, yeah. like right, I don't want to like be that intimate right, with someone. Like, right, it, it just wasn't right. me. So, yeah. But Muay Thai like, was not a grappler, thing. bro. Yeah. <laughs> it was so weird because Dean was like, didn't you wrestle? I was like, no. You don't know, bro. He's like, not. but coach went up to you and asked you, because they asked me to wrestle, and I was like, Fuck, I gotta wear that? <laughs> I was like, nope, exactly. I am not gonna wear that. They'd be like, you just squirm your way out real quick. But, but he was like, good. dude, he's like, people like you, if you learn it and get good, it's fucking dangerous. And I was like, uh, okay. Like, right. And it wasn't even popular back then. I was just like, I want to box. And I was just, he's like, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Like, you don't want to box. He's You'll like, die. You'll fucking like, die. Every fight goes to the ground. I was like, okay. Like, okay. And I think I was paying like 40 bucks a month. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I remember I, I did karate at the Boys and Girls Club right there where we mm-hmm. played back Oleander. in the day. Maybe over like six months. Yeah. And once we like once we got into duck walks, I was like, oh, I can't do this. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I quit. <laughs> I was like, fuck duck walks. Duck yeah. walks are the worst, bro. Fuck that bullshit. Dude. But um, yeah. Aside, do you are you like are you into dieting and anything like that? Like what you eat? Um blessed with a very sensitive digestive system. So okay. I know what foods work for me and what foods don't. So oh. you could say like I have my diet down like precisely. Yeah. I know how like every single little food, whatever it's a sugar, whatever it, it could sure. be like, I don't know, just it could be like a buckwheat, how rice, where rice makes me feel, how what buckwheat makes me feel, how red beef or ground beef makes me feel. Like sure. I know how like each food affects me. Right. And so I know exactly like what to put in my body to mm-hmm. like just to um, have like the most optimal performance to stay healthy. And yeah. so, yeah, I've got my diet tuned in pretty precise have so you what, always been conscious of that like um starting in high school punk okay. punk rock really got me into being vegetarian okay back in like uh i was vegetarian from so like, you're a minor my, threat fan <laughs> I, I was yeah um sure. more so like the, the, the crusty political punk yeah mm-hmm. uh, music and because they're all about like being vegan vegetarian right and that inspired yeah. me to to be vegetarian for like 
eight years of my life and yeah. vegan for like the final one. So like, like Shahalud and all those. I never listened. Well, to it's Shai funny Hood, because yeah. it all comes from Eastern religion. Cause I'm actually vegetarian right. okay. and I study the Vedas from India. Yeah. So I'm, I'm heavy into like, I'm basically like a Hare Krishna, but okay, not. Cool. Yeah. So are so. you familiar with um, the band Shelter then? Yeah, of course. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah, the okay. hardest. Yeah, okay. they're yeah. the hardest. Hari Krishna, yeah. but Shahalid too is is kind of the same. They're yeah, kind of yeah. All the, like these hardcore bands were like Shelters super, like Earth right. Crisis, and all these bands were promoting. Yeah. There's a band called time. 108. That's yeah. it, it. Comes from Earth Crisis. Yeah, Earth Crisis <laughs> too, bro. Yeah, humanity <laughs> destroy the machines, bro. Dude, they played here back when that album fucking dropped. yeah, like ninety five. Really? Yeah, we did were, you go? Yeah. Did we? Play? Yeah, we were both there. Yeah. Did we play with him? No, 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 no. We saw them though. We it saw was side them. stage, bro. Yeah, I'll never forget because that was the first time I saw Rack yeah. Gear. Yeah, and the shit was like loud, and the guitars were. But I saw Rack Gear, and I was like. Where's the amps? And they're like, no, that's the amp. And I'm like, holy fuck, dude. Like, it was yeah. just, they had like probably like eight space, 10, 12 space, and it was just all rack gear. Okay. I was like, where are their amps? Like, where, I'm, you're supposed to have an amp on top. I was like, no, the amp is in the, in the rack. And I was like, holy shit. Like, what? Oh. Yeah, we saw. I was like, okay. We played with, uh, <laughs> remember Sensefield? No. Oh, Texas is the Reason? Texas is the Reason. That's, this is like mid nineties, I would say. Yep. Yeah, I saw Earth Crisis in Pittsburgh, like late nineties, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. I saw That's Strife. Strife played here, like Strife. back in August. Did you see that? No. In Barrio Logan. They did. Crazy. Yeah, it was a huge wow. I didn't know Strife. that. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Where did they play in Barrio? Um, what's it called? Corazon del Barrio. It's like that venue, like right next to Salud. Yeah. On the corner there. It used to be like an art installation. It used to be La Bodega, I think. That's where. Um, is that what it was called? That's where yeah. Chris. Uh, Dwayne and and their band, yeah, in that spot. Yeah, I think they like, I think they opened it up. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. it's a venue now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. they just mm-hmm. hadn't. I don't think it happened yet. You know the band, the business, the Oi band. Mm-mm. It's Oi band, like like skin, like, oi, like oi, skinhead Oi. oi. Like, yeah. yeah, but there, there's a big skin fest, and they're playing business with a bunch of like skin bands, which is hilarious. Interesting. Yeah, that's what I said. Interesting. Like, Are they racist? No, that's the thing. They, <laughs> those, those skins promote that they're not. You know, they're all working they're class. They're vegan that, that skins. Type, yeah, something like that. But the fact yeah. that they're a bunch of skins are playing to Barrio Logan sure. is hilarious. Sure. I love Barrio Logan. I love the culture down there. I yeah. really do. Like, yeah. you know, what I mean, like. And they're keeping it tight. Like, yeah. they're not exploiting no. at all. They're just like, we keep it yeah. the way it is. They've got an art crawl every second Saturday. I've been playing. Yeah. 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 It's a good time. That's so, good. I like bar. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's, it's like, it's not snobbish. It's not, it's, it's, it's very open. I mean, it all started with Chicano Park and the Chicano culture. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, my parents will tell me the stories of, you know, from back in the day. But, I mean, it's definitely Chicano still, of course, and all the, you know, the generations. Mm -hmm. But the art and the accessibility is like, that's what I respect a lot. And I feel like in Chula Vista, they're kind of trying to do it a little more. On third? Yeah, Yeah. you know. and I think that it's still kind of lost down there. Yeah, yeah, you know. I mean, Chula Vista is Chula Vista, bro. Like, we're well aware. That's where we're both from, Chula Vista, Mm -hmm. you know. And I don't know if you've ever really been down there. Yeah, but like you should it, go play there, man. Third There's Avenue, the yeah. breweries hit up the brewery. Like, uh, yeah, I played Three Punk. Three Punk is um, probably the best place. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy, you've been everywhere. Mm-hmm. You're like, yep, Third Avenue, yep, Barry Logan, yep. yeah. And you just yeah. ride your bike <laughs> these days. Yeah, I'm, I've been car free out here for four years now. Do you not? You don't own a car? No, I haven't. Um, wow, I, I did whenever I first moved out here, and then crazy. 
yeah, I've had a need for one for the past like four years now. So Fuck I keep yeah. it all pretty much local and yeah. Fuck yeah. Dope. Yeah, I love it. It's great. Like I, I will never go back and like I'm yeah. never on the freeways. I feel it's like a whole other life to me now. Like when I randomly do take like lift somewhere, it's like, it's, it's, it's like yeah, I'm like a dog like, in a car. I'm like, I can't believe how fast <laughs> things are going. I'm just like, I, I can't believe it. It blows my mind to like yeah. never be in a car like out here. It's wonderful because living in the East Coast, you always hear like, oh, you need a car in California. Oh, yeah. but I'm like, no, dude, like you need a car back there. But like out here, yeah. like I don't need one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah you, it's nice to have one, but you don't fucking, no. you yeah. don't need it because there's, there's enough transportation to, if you want to go up to Oceanside or whatever like you yeah. can get there yeah. it's not yeah. hard it's take a little time but all the back streets connect in San Diego yeah. one and, way or another and it's very bike friendly yeah. like bike lanes everywhere yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's yeah. all new too well you, yes. you've seen the change in like it's very new. North Park and everybody mm-hmm. bitching there's parking's going away and I'm like shut up <laughs> yeah it's like it's fine. Ride a bike. Yeah. <laughs> Ride a fucking bike. Yeah. Yeah. But going back to diet, I'm I'm super into yeah. diet. Um so what's your diet like right now? Um I eat chicken. Yeah. I, I, so I have an air fryer and a rice cooker, and I use both of those for all three meals. That's all you need, bro. Day. Yeah, exactly. So I, yeah, I put in my my chicken with the skin on, chicken thighs with the skin on in the air fryer. I do white rice. I don't do well with um high fibrous things, so I don't do brown rice. Um, I do white rice. I'm very picky with my carbs. Do you have okay. allergies or is it just S- how um, it makes sensitive, you feel? Sensitivities. Like I've been tested um, and it's, it's mostly just like yeah, how I feel. For sure. Or I mean, sometimes I will get hives. Like citrus gives me hives. Okay. Wheat will give me depression for 24 hours for straight sure. after I've eaten it. Mm-hmm. Um, and most like anything that's like fermented yeasty is very bad for me. It raises my histamines and makes me th- like kombucha is like the worst thing ever for me. Like yeah. I love mm-hmm. how people just drink kombucha. Like it's nothing for mm-hmm. me. Like mm-hmm. I'd feel like I'm dying. Yeah. Um, it's so like bloating and fucking headache. It, it, it messes with the bacteria that's already in me. Yeah. I, right. I feel like you shouldn't mess with the bacteria that you have in you. It's like, it's something that you're born with and like, don't mess. Like they've been in there. Like they're smarter than you in there. Like yeah. don't oh, mess yeah, around with sure. them. They say your gut's your second brain. I think that's your first it's, brain. Like don't mess around with them. Like sure. so yeah. I'm not messing around with yogurt probiotics nothing like that yeah. that shit makes me feel like i'm dying yeah, like, yeah. i've tried i've tried like weeks on it months on it and i feel like i'm dying like so i'm like no like i'm not listening to any like health fads crazes yeah i know it works for me and it's just it's meats white rice broccoli and zucchini as my veggies and potatoes eggs i drink water and i drink a, a cup of coffee and that's it like it's okay. very basic and bland yeah um nothing spicy and like it works for me it gives me energy i'm never tired um I don't get sick. Mm-hmm. Um, You're not sad. Me. You're not a sad no, person. I, no. no I, <laughs> no, I, I know what to do to make myself sad. I'll just eat a hamburger bun. For sure. <laughs> You'll see me just sad and For out sure. of it and like brain fog and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Like, yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Have you ever gotten like blood tests? and? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I've had vitals? stool tests. I've, in the mail, I've sent in my poop. I've sent in my spit. Sent in my urine. Yeah. I've got everything back. What The levels of um, what I'm allergic to and everything like that. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I, I, of I've, I've, because of a reaction or because you wanted to know, like um, my st- my digestion got horrible when I was vegetarian and vegan. Like okay. it was just awful, and I kept going because hey, I'm not eating eating animals. Sure. I'm saving animals' lives. At the same time, like I feel like I'm draining my own life. I'm not For like sure. respecting yeah. my own life. Sure. Um, I do I, feel that way. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and. And at the time, I was drinking alcohol, and I noticed alcohol was absolutely just horrible for me, especially mm-hmm. beer. Beer. Um, yeast. And so, yeah, the yeast and stuff. And so I, I just had a, just, you know, 
really just hone down like what yeah. works like dude like, Dial it was, like it eliminated in. diet where it's just like yeah just straight like I, I you know it would just be like meat one day and i realized oh meat doesn't affect yeah. me and then yeah. i tried you know brown rice oh brown rice it gives me a headache and like bloating but white rice doesn't do that mm-hmm. and so i just figure out what what works what doesn't how can i still like maintain body mass muscle and stuff like that which is important to me because i do i do get a lot of cardio in my day so i always have to just make sure you gotta like, have I the energy to, like, to, yeah. yeah so it's just i mean after 39 years of being on this planet i'm like well, okay this works for me. And it's funny because I have three brothers and they live on Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And when I go back there, we're eating the same diet. I noticed, oh, they're oh, cooking chicken, white rice, the same stuff I eat. Nice. And it's not really like talk oh. about this. It's like they evolved the same time at the same time wow. to eat the same stuff. Interesting. A lot of it could be because like we're Eastern European. My grandparents are from Ukraine. Yeah. So they um, ate like potatoes and meat and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm a huge proponent of eating what your ancestors ate sure um that's just what's in my blood you know rice and, and I, beans baby man my, my, <laughs> my grandparents weren't eating you know tropical fruits and pineapples right. and stuff like that and so right, like yeah right, i don't really mess right. around with fruit and i just i just know what works for me and like i said like for sure i don't know i, I feel good that's crazy i've met so many vegans vegetarians and i'm just kind of like you can kind of see them and you're like you don't look really good yeah like, maybe you should just try some really high High quality protein. Lean. And just try it, like because it looks like you like might need it. Like yeah, they're just kind of like, I'm fine. I'm like, yeah, fine. yeah. like you're gonna blow away in the wind, bro. My, my one brother on the East Coast, um, he lived out in Hollywood, Hollywood for a year because he was um, playing in a, a thrash band and he was raw vegan. Yeah, and you could tell. I mean, he looked like emaciated, yeah. and now he hunts. He eats just straight up squirrels, like anything he kills. And he looks, he's awesome. He, yeah. he runs his own u- successful YouTube channel where he teaches people to learn, live off your land. Yeah. Cool. Um, and he, he just com- did a complete um, 180 from the raw vegan diet into like just straight up like a hunter <laughs> gatherer. Hunter gatherer. Yeah. looks amazing. Yeah. What's I YouTube? live off the land. What's his YouTube channel? Learn your land. Learn your land. He's like nice. known as like the mushroom guy. Like he's like the guy for like, he's got Foraging like, he's got, like 600,000 subscribers yeah. on nice. YouTube. He, he's awesome. Yeah. Dude, there's such a huge, um, drive for that now you know I think with Dana White from the UFC the president he's like seeing this doctor who's who's he's not a doctor he's a human uh, genologist or something like that but he's like I can look at your vitals and tell you how long you're going to live and wow. what you need and give me 10 weeks and I'll change your life mm-hmm. so Dana White was like ah fuck it like let me just do it Dana White's like, I will fucking never go see my doctor again. Yeah. He's like, I will never go to the doctor unless I yeah. break my foot or break my arm or something like that. Right. But other than that, he's like some immediate attention. Just it changes life. He's like, I was falling asleep in meetings. I was drinking energy drinks. I yeah. was fucking fat. I was just like, dude, I mean, the guy looks amazing yeah. within a year, but mm. I think that's the way medicine's gonna go. hundred percent. Yeah, it's gonna cater to like what your body needs. Like yeah. yeah. Medicine gonna go, what do you mean? Cause no, it's not just with, <laughs> with, um, not if, not if big pharma's out there, well, bro. <laughs> yeah. Big pharma will always be there, but they're head hunting bro. Come from my experience, my, I'm we're we have similar stories I would say, but, um, you know, I see, I see a homeopath and it's, it's, I mean, that sounds extreme, but he's just like, what's wrong with you? And yeah. I go, this, this, this. And he goes, okay, we're going to test this, this, and that. Yeah. He's showing me on paper. He's like, that's what's wrong. Yeah. Go do this and you'll be fine. And then from there, we'll do it again and we'll tweak it that much more. And yeah. literally, like, I go to my normal doctor, like oh, yeah, a yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. A physical. And he just looks at me. He's like, all right, cool. You're fine. Yeah. Prescribe. Yeah. I mean, there's so many times where I've gone to him and I'm like, doctor, I'm sweating. I'm sitting here. My heart rate's fucking 150, 160. Yeah. And I'm just fucking <clears throat> freaking out. Like, what's wrong with me? He's like, 
make sure, look at your blood. He's like, you're fine. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I was yeah. just like, fuck this. And that's when I just literally went to go. Well, I think explore. it's, you know, to me, what I hear you saying is it's a level of understanding. And you just, once you can kind of step back, like it's that whole micro macro, when you can stop and look at yourself, because that's all they do. That's all he does is he mm-hmm. sees a lot of different people, a lot of different issues and can be like, I can level the playing field for anybody Mm -hmm. because this is, this does this for you. This does this for you. And so if you're deficient, if you're over, you know, producing this or the, you know, they can, it's just understanding. It's like, so you need some understanding. Let me teach you how to be understanding. And it's, and it's part of big pharma and how they're taught, you know, how doctors and they get paid, bro. And I'm like, how much nutrition training did you guys get? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, zero. Two days mm-hmm. out of how long? And they're like, 10 years. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. And That's- how many kickbacks do you get for prescribing a there certain drug? Yeah. Who's fucking funding these schools? But <laughs> it's changing. There's a shift. There's a shift coming. I hope so, man. Because I feel like most people don't no. get that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they, they see doctors and scientists as gods as priests yeah you know i mean i'm here to save you and it's like but we do live in a very you got to understand the business side of shit too we we do live that's real it's fucking real we live in a very lucky time though of medicine there's there's i mean just mushrooms bro mushrooms alone like not even psychedelics but even just like you said the foraging of mushrooms and how many different there's like 70 plus even more there's one i saw the other day it's called like the white chicken mushroom and they're like dude prepare it right yeah. bomb yeah it tastes like white it tastes like chicken you know it's like and, and i love exploring things like i'm vegetarian i don't eat meat i haven't eaten meat in like almost 20 years wow. and that was just because i chose to mm-hmm. i i just i'm disciplined in that way you know, I like discipline in this way, but I, you know, and it's like, people are like, don't you crave it? And I was like, yeah, I'll drive by Tacos del Gordo and I'll smell the grilling and I love grilled anything. I love the smell. I'm not going to eat it. Mm-hmm. You can put it, shake it in my face. And yeah, I remember how it tastes. It's all good. I miss fish tacos. Tastes the same. I don't give a <laughs> fuck. Like I decided no, and that's it. No, no, nobody's yeah. ever going to change my yeah. mind. I didn't ever crave meat when I was vegetarian. It wasn't a craving. No. I don't crave it. I appreciate the smell and I like, you know, I like the communal, like, oh, we're grilling. Sure, I get all that shit. I grew up in Cadenasadas and all that, you know, and but once I say no, that's it. It's no, you know, yeah. and and I don't I'm not gonna sweat, you know. And yeah. You know, that's just me. I'm a stubborn motherfucker. But you know, it, it's also it's been good for me, you know, just in, in my own mind and my own mentality and my own You know what else is good? Wait music yes let's hear some of this music <laughs> all right that we've been so this is the part of the the episode where we uh usually do a playlist alec and i will share some music that we're into or Lord drew is brought he's a, he's got a he's got an mk4 i don't want to give right all your secrets bro but <laughs> a, hey he shows it to the world bro he got, puts it on the streets he's got a back yeah, i'm an open book yeah so he's actually gonna I asked him if he could provide three songs, whatever new shit he's working on, whatever, you know, if he's got anything to promote. He was like, is it cool if I play them live? And I'm like, "Uh, yeah. (laughs) See, the the reason why is because I I hate recording my stuff because it's very sterile to record a beat. Sure. I'm always, my beats are constantly evolving. I play them all throughout the week and 
because I, I do it all like live like yeah. on the spot like yeah. to just to hear the recorded version I'm like well it doesn't really sound like that anymore. right it's like I made that be like a year ago like it yeah. sounds nothing like that so I'd rather just show you like yeah. an updated version of what yeah. I do and, and I mean like you know I I I, I sample i make beats and stuff too but like my mentality is always i hear an mc over it and unless there's an mc over it then kind of to me there's not no point but it's kind of like you're saying it's kind of sterile you know and it's like i get that but i still do it just to be creative Mm -hmm. but my end goal really if anything i do beats on is that to have a vocalist on top at least you know that could be a good thing and a, a good thing and a bad thing. And sure. I'll let you know why because a lot of my beats, since I played them so much on the streets, that in, especially in Ocean Beach where yeah. there's rappers constantly yeah, rapping yeah, over them. Yeah. Anytime I play like a beat, I'll have like a certain rapper in my head that's rapped over. Sure. It. So like for yeah. this, this one beat, I had a dude in Ocean Beach. He does impressions. Okay. Um, and I asked him to do an Ernest P. World impression. You know, <laughs> Ernest from <laughs> yeah, the Ernest movies. Yeah. Hey, burn. So I was like, can you rap as Ernest over my new beat? That's so now anytime ridiculous. I play this beat, I hear Ernest rapping over it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so You're like, all right, I'm done with this beat. I'm trashing this one. <laughs> what is, this is a question that just sparked my mind um, from that. What is the weirdest experience so far yeah. you've been on? been out in the streets <laughs> i know you got something for us let's just say like ocean beach is a very special oh, yeah. place yeah, 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 yeah. i mean there's some characters would you ask there. for the weirdest or yeah like, what's the weirdest thing what's the weirdest the weirdest man <laughs> and you're out constantly bro come on yeah, there's I gotta be one that, that just thing. really um, sticks out so we show you some people get bras thrown at them on stage <laughs> Man, I wish I, I, I thought about this before. Um, we can come back to it. Yeah, yeah. Give me a second on that. Like, I, I, there's so much like going through my head from Ocean Beach good. right now. Like, that, that's a place I'm trying to like avoid in my mind right now. Like I've legit been on like a mental health break from Ocean Beach yeah. the past two months. Sure. And so I've been trying to kind of just like not focus on Ocean Beach. But, so there's a lot of memories coming to my mind right now. It's crazy <laughs> out there, bro. Dude, three o'clock in the morning is like cockroaches. <laughs> Yes. As soon as the sun goes down, it's like it's it's fucking crazy thing. Yeah, there's some dirty there's some dirty motherfuckers out there. I saw a lot in the month of August, man, where like I need therapy for (laughs) you. Like I'm gonna stay off the streets for a little bit. Damn. I I mean I I go through there but I don't I don't really stop (laughs) hanging out. Yeah. Like have you been there like on Wednesday for a farmer's market? No. Okay. That's yeah. yeah. We gotta go. It's just 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 hordes hordes of people yeah very free-spirited people oh, coming yeah. by and like everyone's drawn to the music and so they'll hang out and they'll like yeah you know just be themselves and yeah yeah okay. a little too much sometimes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right so what you got yeah what okay. you got for um, us man let's go we won't tell you what's going on but yeah there's some shit going on lord drew is setting up there may be some uh is that extra a, is that a fog machine aspects yeah he's he, he um, brought out, is so that a stripper pole what's going on <laughs> this first beat i'm playing it because i'm currently looking at a photo of the guitarist of billy idol yeah nice. what's his name billy morrison billy morrison okay straight so there's yeah a photo of billy morrison billy idol's guitarist on hanging on the wall sweet and so i actually have a billy idol beat oh, that, no that i enjoy playing um, was that the one you played earlier it was like, yeah. Yes. Holy yeah. shit. So this is Eyes Without a Face. That's yeah. A dude, my favorite Billy Idol. It's a good one. Yeah. And I, I, I kind of kept like that 80s wavy vibe to it as, as well. As long as you get that clap and that. 
That's the, that's the <laughs> shit, bro. Um, How crazy is that coincidence? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's so weird. Hey, synchronicities, bro. Nothing but, um, happens on accident. Yeah. Um, can we play it or do you want me to show you like what I nah, do Nah, play exactly. the motherfucker. Let's go. So, let's see. Yeah. So, people listening, this is all going down live. This is live. Drew's got his sampler. This is what he does. He hits the streets. He chops it all up and performs live. Literally my yeah. favorite Billy Idol song. I love that song so much, dude. Dude, that was it's sick. Fun, dude. Hell yeah, dude. That's the shit, bro. That's pretty rad. So what? So what? Okay, how does it start for you? Do you do you just pick random songs? How do you how do you start the process? Um, of a lot of times, it's songs that have like some. It has to have like some sort of like meaning. Sure. Like I grew up like listening to like Billy Idol and stuff like on the radio and for stuff, sure. and just like songs like not necessarily not necessarily that I'm a fan of, but it does something. It triggers something like from like my childhood or something. For sure. So it has some sort of attachment to me. It's like thematic too, because you kind of you're making a story in a way. Like yeah, yeah, I do the same shit. Yeah, um, but yeah, it just, it just has to. Ha- do something for me. Yeah. Um, I have to be able to feel it. That's why I have feel it written on my sampler. Here. There you go. Because like <laughs> it's something like I, I just if I can feel like the song, then um, I can make a beat out of it. And that's a heavy song, dude. That's why I like that song so much. It's because it's heavy to yeah. me. You know, I mean, it's like I love White Wedding, and but that mm. song is just like, just like George Michael's Careless Whisper, and like these. There's <laughs> yeah. these certain songs that are just like, oh, it's a different kind of feel. It's like, yeah. right, I like I like that song. Sick. Hell yeah. What else you got, man? Okay. Give us another one. Let's go. This is um, funny because, okay, so there's this busker. His name is Dan, uh, his name is Dan Brace, and he's the loudest busker. He plays um, a digital piano. It's a keyboard, but he calls it a digital piano. Where does he set up? Everywhere I set up. And he's the loudest busker. He won't turn down for anyone. I'm talking, he has the hugest amps. He's fog machines, lights. He'll play, and when he plays his piano, he plays along to... Um, songs he's uh, plays along to Grateful Dead and like Pink Floyd, and he plays just it's nothing but like arpeggios, like yeah. for like hours straight. As soon as he shows up at a spot, cops show up because people have already called the cops on him. <laughs> he has the cops call him every single time, but he refuses to turn down. He's an amazing pianist. Um, he, he's just like what he does is, is awesome, except he never turns down, and so he doesn't respect the community. Yeah, he respect yeah. um, people in restaurants sure. that need to you know servers that yeah. need to hear the orders being taken. Yeah, and so he every single time he has the cops called on him. He's yeah. punk rock so, as fuck. Mm. <laughs> I'm punk rock dick, as fuck, but at the same time, rock. you know, I, yeah. I, have, I have a heart and I care about the community. No, there you go. Being yeah. punk rock about caring no, about I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah, he's just a dick. <laughs> yeah, you said it. That's good at music. I'm, That's yeah. good at music. So, um, respect. the other night, respect, Dan, respect. the other night, I'm playing in North Park, yeah, 30th in University, mm-hmm. and he said, "He's there. He go, he shows up the next corner over. Like I can legit see him. It's me and the harmonica dude, and uh, Dan Brace, the, the uh, keyboard guy, shows yeah. up. As soon as he shows up, the cops show up and start talking to him. Like, <laughs> so I was like, so um, I was like, you know what? He starts playing his little arpeggios and stuff. So like, I go, you know what? I'm gonna go over there and sample him. Nice. So, 
So I take, I take my little recorder. It's a field yeah. recorder. And okay. I go up, I go right in front of him Hell and yeah. I sample him playing his thing. Hell yeah. And he's playing um, his version of um, Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. Nice. Okay. So I sampled him and I took it back to the next corner over. Hell yeah. And I start chopping it up and make yeah. it beat and I just play it. Fuck yeah. Um, oh, so, way. Here we go. So this is nice. Him. It's him. Oh yeah. So I have him chopped up, up. and I added some bass, so some bass notes. Yeah. And then nice. kick, snare, hi hat, crash. Yeah. So here's Dan. played it right for him but since he's so loud he couldn't hear me. <laughs> he was like hey turn it up you're like no bitch turn your shit yeah, down but i have footage i made some awesome video yeah. i'm gonna post it on monday i'm gonna tag him in it and that's so he has sick. no idea hell yeah but, that's um, dope dude. Yeah. see i love what you're doing because it's like the one man band thing you know mm-hmm. and it's like i don't think not a lot of people get it like i said i'm, I'm inspired by like dj shadow dj yes. new mark chemist like they taught me how to make an MPC like a live instrument in a way, mm-hmm. you know, back when nobody was really doing it, you know, you know, one of my favorite producers is fucking, um, uh, Jesus, why can't, oh, Premier, DJ Premier, you know, and it's like in to, to kind of translate what you're doing in the studio to a live setting. It's like, it's not hard to do, but you gotta have a feel, you gotta have an ear and, and like I'm always hearing samples. Like I'll hear random shit, and I'll be like, "Oh, I want to chop that up." Like you know, I'm and I don't really have an end goal. I just love, like I love digital. Like even when I'm doing the clips for the like yeah. podcast, I'm yeah. like, I listen to the whole episode, and I'm like, that's the one, like right there, and then cut it and cut it. And he's like, you know, I was doing like a minute, minute and a half. He's like, dude, make them thirty seconds. I was like, oh, a challenge. Like, and then I like cut out all the dead air and you know I mean? It's like, I love it. I love, I've always loved sample style. Like I love taking something and that's where I want to ask you. That was kind of one of the topics was I remember back in the days where DJs would like cover their labels. Like they would have records and then they would put a, a white label over it. Mm. So other DJs wouldn't bite their style. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like DJ secrecy. What's the secret is like, I don't want them to see what I'm fucking doing, you know? And then with sampling, it was like, once it got commercial, that's when the lawyers got involved and were like, oh, no, you got to pay for fucking samples. And it's like, I don't agree with that. You know what I mean? The artists are already getting paid. Why do they get paid more for something that's open to the public? How do you feel about that? Because you're sampling shit, you can't commercialize any of this shit. I mean, you can commercialize that, but it's still Pink Floyd. You're still doing Billy Idol. You're still, you know, how do you, you're just doing it to put it out there? 100%. Yeah, like, I don't care about, like, these days, I don't care about, like, having stuff recorded, mixtapes, right. albums, right, any right, of that. Right, like, right. that doesn't, I, I, right. all I care about is just performing. The, the, at this point, like, I'm, I'm like a performer, and that's For all sure. I want to do is perform. For so sure. I don't even think about that. Yeah. Um, when I throw my stuff up on YouTube, I'll, I'll have copyright checks come up, but it says, like, 
if anything, it'll be like banned maybe like in Russia or something. Right. But besides that, like a lot of times they'll say, like, oh, you can use this song. But like, yeah. so I've never actually had any issues yeah, with cool. my stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I, when I look for samples, I like isolated instruments mm-hmm. and then I'll restructure them to make it sound like a band mm-hmm. as opposed to like rhythms, you know, like I feel like most samplers find sections with, you know, almost like a, like a groove, the section of the groove and then they'll chop it up and then kind of like it has horns and it's got keys, but it's all mixed already. I like to find isolated instruments and then mix them after the fact, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, and, you know, detune them, whatever I got to do, pitch shift and, but make it sound like a band. Like my ears always hear band, like live band music. Cause that's how I grew up. But I chop up, I basically search for intros, hmm. like guitar intro, horn intro, mm-hmm. and then isolate it. And then I'll structure it all. I'll blend it together. Mm-hmm. I'm not too into the whole groove section and then put beats like I'm just that's just that's how my sampling brain works. Mm-hmm. If 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 you if that makes sense, <laughs> I would yeah. think I would think anybody would understand. Yeah, you would understand. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm really I'm telling you I'm really like into. It. I'll show you like some shit, but after you're done, because oh, yeah. you're way better than me. But <laughs> it's crazy sitting here watching this. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the next one? What's the next? So this is one I never really play on the streets, just because it's. Um, it's um, a tribute to, I guess, my death metal background. Um, so I, I, I'll just straight up just chop up, like, you know, death metal bands, grindcore yeah. bands. Um, um, yeah, and just, like, make beats out of them. Just, um, and so I'll play, like, the double drum, the, the double bass drums, the um, the, the blast beat snares, yeah. everything chopped up. So um, Did you, you ever play drums? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I wouldn't consider myself a drummer, but I know how to play drums. For sure. Just because like, I never took the drum lessons, but I had a drum set growing you up. You get... Yeah, I know how to me play too, beat. Me I know too. How to play beat and stuff. Yeah. Like, I just don't consider myself a drummer. Like, but. when I record my music, like, guitars, sometimes I'll do... I'll do... I will do bass, but very just follow the guitars. It's just to get ideas out. Mm-hmm. And then I actually bought an electronic kit nice. to layer a layer of drums. Mm-hmm. And then I'll show him and be, he'll be like, you got Meg White to play drums? i like... <laughs> <laughs> not a drummer bitch i'm a guitarist fuck but i keep a simple beat just just yeah, yeah. just just to add flavor just, isaac can play he can play i can play okay i'm not a fucking drummer you know what yeah. i mean but i love hearing the drums you know i i pay attention and i know i can do it better with buttons than i can yeah. with sticks you yeah, know what i mean yeah. so i get it i get yeah. it i get it but yeah. anyway <laughs> but, so um are you familiar with the death metal band called brujeria Yes. Okay. Mexico. Yeah, exactly. So this is their song. It's called Say Say Say. Say Say. I mean six six six. If you guys didn't know. Uh, <laughs> really? Oh, sure. So um, yeah. So here I'm, I'm gonna play the drums and chop. I chopped up the samples. So I'll play it all at once. So. Handle it. Okay. So. Fuck yeah. Yeah, dude, that was so dope. That was fucking dope. That's and so I've crazy. seen like some of your older videos where you did 
do it like i think for beat competition or something or maybe it's, just a video but it's, it's funny. where i heard some thrash shit and i was yeah. like dude that's what's up it's bro. funny i have played this at like straight hip-hop shows i played yeah. a show in riverside one yeah. time and yeah. i show up yeah. straight hip-hop and yeah. i just bust out my death yeah and People like they don't know what to do, but yeah. like, just like, like I remember one time the rapper, a rapper just got up on stage and just started yelling, "Fuck, yeah. fuck the police!" Just yeah. like, long, he didn't know what else to say, but he's like, "Just fuck the police!" Yeah. Over, and I was like, "Sure, man, whatever." Like, yeah, but like, yeah, people were like super receptive to it. They, yeah, they love it respect. just because it's so different. It's still a beat, but yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I've never seen yeah any of that, happen. bro. Yeah. That's legit. I mean, bro. I've heard kind of mashups like that, but like yeah. not at this yeah. creative. Yeah, with. Yeah. And the yeah. band's pushing well, buttons. I, like, I'll, I'll, I'll tag like Bruharia and they love it. They'll repost yeah. the video. That's yeah. sick. Yeah, it's, it's no, cool. respect. Yeah. That's so sick. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I, I saw those different elements of what you're bringing to it and I respect it a lot because I appreciate all of it. You know what I mean? I appreciate metal. I appreciate death metal. I appreciate hip hop. Like, it's all, to me, it's all the same shit. There's mm-hmm. nothing, there's no barriers. There's no difference. Yeah. You know, but mm-hmm. I, that's sick, dude. That's so dope. And then the fact that you, can do it so cleanly like and it makes sense you know it's like any musician will respect what you're doing you know what i mean that's why he's just like oh shit and i'm like dude that's what's up dude uh-huh. that's sick yeah that's sick right on hell yeah respect brother Thanks, respect <laughs> thank you thank you for coming on with us before we, we end it, do you, you want to take us out on something the beat yeah something oh, man. Like, okay sure give us like see what i got uh, oh. Also, shout out whatever. Yeah, we're YouTube, uh, your yeah, uh, IG, whatever you want to shout out. You yeah, play go, the beat and we'll talk on. Yeah. We'll talk the out. Dude. Okay, you gonna play the beat then? No, 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 no. Oh, just shout myself. Shout out. yourself. Yeah, out. I go. I'm, I'm Lord Drusifer. That's D R U C I F E R. There's a Lord Drusifer in L A. and he gets pissed if you tag him or like if you. If you <laughs> he must not be that good. It's then. hilarious. <laughs> he's actually like a, like a death metal musician, but like yeah. So it's Lord underscore D R U C I F E R. But um, yeah. I have, and when do you play? Um, where you are? You got um, any regular on, posts? Check out like you? I'll go Instagram live, and you'll see like what spot I'm at. I'll put like what um, like cross section, what streets I'm at. Cool. Sure. Um, I'm usually in Ocean Beach every Wednesday, but like I said, I'm on a, a hiatus. But I will be back. Um, if not, you'll find me in North Park at least two three days a week on the corner of Thirtieth University. Cool. Um, and then you'll see me. I'm, I got an e bike, and I have a big speaker on the back, and I'll just post up wherever. So just just follow me on my bike, I guess, and you'll Respect. find me. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you for coming on to the third side with us. We appreciate you. Um, awesome, man. It's been it's been a great episode, ladies man. and gentlemen. Lord Drew, Lord Drew, for with beat. the outro. Let's go. Okay, so can I talk about this beat real quick? Sure, um, please. It's just um, a, a musician from LA. Her name is Bianca Jasmine. I just found her song randomly. Dope. Um, she doesn't have like a lot of followers or views or anything, but uh, the song was awesome. And so I made a beat out of her. her Bianca um, Jasmine. Bianca Jasmine out of Los Angeles. And um, she does a lot of shows, I think. Shout out. Um, she deserves more um, recognition. Because, Respect. Um, her songs are really good. And I made this beat. And uh, I also I always send her the footage of like me playing it. So you connect with her. You've connected. With yeah. Her. Yeah. Dope. And she's, Dope. she really likes the beat. And so Dope. I really enjoy playing it. So Respect. this is a song by Bianca Jasmine. Hell oh, yeah. Isaac. Did good, brother. Thank you, everyone, for paying attention to the third side. Anyone out there listening? Lord Drew. Thank you, Lord Drew, for coming on to the third side. Spreading some knowledge. Blessing us with his talents. Some culture. We love y'all. Everybody out there, anybody paying attention. What's the number again, bro? 619-333-8243. Hit us up. 
you wanna you wanna meet Drew? You wanna get his autograph? Hit it up. We'll, we'll hook it up, bro. We got connections now. We're connected, bro. We're connect. You need a beat. What you need? Wait, what do you want? Trey, hit us up. <laughs> hit us up. <laughs> Respect. Anyway, much peace and love. Thank you to everybody out there. We'll be back. We'll be back again. Well, thanks. Of course. Hell yeah. Peace.